0: Welcome to the Central Church Vegas Valley Podcast. We're going to dive deeper into all that Pastor Judd shared with us this last weekend and talk about some important things we have coming up. Here's Pastor Nick and the team.
1: Thank you, Cool Times Jen. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wasn't that, that what it was That was Cool Times Jen. That was her.
2: Um, if, you, if you're not on Disney+, Plus, you could get on Disney+, and we can help point you to some really killer episodes. Um, of the show Best Friends Whenever, involving a character called Cool Time Shin.
1: Which, if you didn't know this, our very own Erin Publico, who is incredible and multi talented and all of the above, so thankful for her at Central. But uh, she came via, well, she's been around Central her whole life, but yep. prior to being on the Central team officially, did some Disney. She, was on, the Disney she was on the Disney
0: channel.
2: On the Disney channel, it's a big deal. Her and Chloe. Yeah. Uh, What's the show of, Chloe was on? Because
0: um, we should point people to that oh, too. Man, what was it called?
3: I forget. Okay. We'll She's just like, continue
1: on. She
2: I'll remember. this
3: boot camp. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> They're gonna love that we threw this out to everyone. So you're welcome.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that was Cool Times Jen at the top of the pod introducing us. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Exactly. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. That's right. The Vegas Valley Podcast, and it's going to be an awesome one because it was an awesome kickoff to our 2020 year. Hey, this is our first podcast of
2: 2020, right? Yeah, I'm excited.
1: That's that's a pretty big celebration. So welcome to the first 2020 podcast. We're excited to be with you. And
2: uh, Chloe's show is called Shake It Up. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. Found it. Chloe, Shake It Up. Um, so on anyway, the podcast, we have... Uh, this is Brandon pleasure to be with you guys as per always
0: <laughs> my name is ariel yeah mm-hmm.
3: and uh i'm dj travis
2: <laughs> which dj travis is bookable
3: i just did a wedding last week
0: yeah and killed it yeah
3: maybe if
2: you're know. if you're in the no, marketing for like, a free dj <laughs> Travis <crazy>. would <laughs> love to do free dj work for anyone
3: uh, okay <laughs> we can talk
1: about that <laughs> we'll work
2: something out and then
1: My name's Nick, and I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm just excited to be with you.
2: That's right. So yeah, 2020 kicked off. We're really here, and uh, this was week number one of our new series, Rise Up. It's based on Lori's book that came out in the fall called Rise Up, available in the coffee shop. There's a lot of great resources Um, in case you missed the weekend. Just be aware, we're in this series where we're going to be talking about some of these principles from the book, but there's a lot of resources that will help you out, whether it's someone that you're meeting with and you want to go over some material together or a Bible study group, whatever it is. There's a lot of free online stuff and it's pretty cool. It's all that stuff is found at the rise And while you guys move on, I'm going to double check that link for everybody. <laughs> so it's double checking their link, but
1: it's definitely a great book to grab. Uh, a lot of great content a lot of great creativity even if you're not a book reader like this is one that's like this is an easy read yeah um, not like a a serious read yeah it's, it's a little interactive right
0: very very and um i don't know why but when i read through it i cried three different times oh yeah that's a good it's powerful Spoiler share alert,
3: alert bring some tissues
0: yeah it's like definitely powerful it's for sure not geared to just women because i know a lot of people assume that but I, Lori was intentional about making it applicable to everybody it's really good that's,
1: that's awesome. awesome do you feel like i will cry
0: no i'm not Nick's normally a, you're not a
1: crier
3: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to 2020 folks
0: <laughs> where we tell the harsh truth no but
3: i i have
1: started it
0: i think you would um You'll probably get feel emotional about a couple of like the illustrations and stories that she shares. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, excited. Sure. I'm, I'm excited. Right I'm excited to cry. I'm excited to cry,
1: and I will loop back with everyone on the next podcast <laughs> on whether I cried or not. Perfect. It's
2: awesome. So we can get jumped right into this. Um, Rise Up is following the story of Ezra from the Bible. So uh, Judd, it was actually really cool. Ariel was telling a story about this, but um, Judd had to kind of give some historical background Mm. to get it all kicked off so you understand what's going on right now, who's Ezra, what's happening. And uh, I know that we could feel it. Judd was like, all right, stay with me here. It's a history lesson. But uh, yeah, for me, and I know you were saying for you as well, like I love that stuff. I love to kind of hear what's really happening here. And once you start to... See how the Bible kind of links this one long story pointing to Jesus. It's really kind of unlocks for you. So I love it. Yeah, that.
0: and he just tells it well so I can like get the full context of everything. It's just, I just want him to do that more.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I liked it. I told him it was awesome just to even go into the history of it. And I, and I think everyone really, like hopefully you caught the message. If you didn't, it's definitely worth uh, watching back, playing back right. through the central app. Mhm. Mhm. So, let's dive in. Should let's we start? It.
2: Let's do it. So, yeah, we jumped, we'll jump right in. Uh basically, the big story, I think I'll just do a real fast overview of what's happening. Um, you know, the Old Testament from the very beginning follows the Israelites, the people of Jesus, and they're re- we're really following this promise that God gave to Abraham that he's going to bless The nations through him, through his people. He's going to have descendants that outnumber the stars. Um, And it's the family under Abraham that we follow along. And God has a uh, personal relationship with Israel all through the Old Testament. And there's kind of this picture of what does it look like to when people put their faith in God and fully trust and follow in his ways versus when they trust in themselves and look to themselves for provision or what, it, whatever it may be, because when we stress out, we, we don't have faith in God. We look to our own ways, and over and over throughout the whole of the Old Testament, you'll see times when Israel is victorious and rising, and they're following in the way of God, versus other times when they're not, when they're disobedient, when they lose their faith, and time and time again, Israel is either victorious or is conquered, and it's all a product of when are they following god and basically this whole this whole picture is just god showing for us the need for jesus the need for a savior that we can't do this on their own that there is this this coming where all of these laws are going to be fulfilled uh so that's just the whole story of scripture leading up to the new testament now specifically right here in the book of ezra this is a time when the israelites had been completely conquered they were kicked out of jerusalem in the promised land, the temple's there. This is where they met alongside uh, God. The presence of God dwelt among them, and they actually were completely conquered. They were moved. They're hundreds of miles outside of the city. They're dispersed, They're they're spread out. And so it's just a really difficult time. And Ezra is one of the people that God is using to start to bring the people back to Jerusalem. So. That's kind of just a little quick background on what's going on, but what did you guys think? What were some highlights for you? Yeah, no, that's that's
1: great background. I think one of the parts of the message that really stuck out to me, you know, Judd was, Pastor Judd was uh, going through the overall, like, just kind of like this is a new year. Um, You know, if you think just because you've been knocked down that like God, doesn't want to use you like he does. Like sometimes that's like, that's the best place for him to be able to use us out of, and that we need others around us to get up, um, to, to take courage and to get going. That's the big thing, right? Rise up, take courage and go do it. Yes. And, um, and just about, don't get discouraged. If you have gotten and knocked down that like God's abandoned you or God's not with you. Um, in fact, uh, so the same day, uh, which mine was Saturday, that I listened to Pastor Judd give this message, that morning I had also listened to another pastor preach a a message about um, if you want to know whether God is with you or not, like, evaluate how many problems you have. Because Mm -hmm. the proof, like he said, like, you know, your mom always said the proof is in the pudding. Um, Well, he truly believes in in the Christian walk, like the proof that God is with you is in the problems. like when. When the enemy feels that you're a threat for the kingdom, he's gonna to want to cause you a lot of problems. If you haven't have it easy right now with no problems, maybe you should evaluate like how <laughs> heavily you're being used. Um, I'm not saying that couldn't just be like a blessing, like be thankful for your blessings. But at the same time, um, I'm I'm in it, and if meaning if it means when I follow Jesus that. There's going to be problems because the enemy sees me as a threat. Well, then bring on the problems because I'm (laughs) ready for it. It's good. I think I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it with God. What do you guys have for us?
0: Um, One of the main um, things that I took away, I I don't really, I don't think that Pastor Judd dove into it, but it kind of struck me in um, chapter 10 in Ezra where um, it says right here that Ezra's, is it his friends the people around him said arise for it is your task and we are with you be strong and do it right. and that and we are with you part kind of like just jumped out at me um, because it's so easy to like withdraw at least it is for me and maybe that's like the introvert part of me where you know when things get really stressful or hard or I feel like I'm reaching a breaking point I want to go lie down in my bed away from people and when you do that you can't really motivate or encourage yourself out of the fetal position. And so that is why like we have other humans on the planet with us because otherwise we probably would just have our own planet and be by ourselves if, that, if that's what God intended. And yeah. so he was, you know, on his on his knees pulling out his hair, crying. And the people that were around him said, you know, we are with you. So not only were they like were they saying arise go do it they said arise we are with you go do it Mm -hmm. and that's so important to surround yourself with you know god-centered like-minded people so that they can encourage you in times when you can't encourage yourself off of the ground
2: yeah exactly it's huge yeah like a victim mentality which is so easy i think that's probably our all of our natural just go-to when things are getting rough we just want to isolate and just feel sorry for ourselves, we kind of like start preventing the opportunity for God to use the people in our lives to help us out. And uh, I was I was watching this live on YouTube uh, during Sunday morning service because our son was sick; he had a high fever, so I had to stay at home with him, make sure he was good to go. And when he started, when he mentioned that point, it stuck out to me that. I was very thankful, you know, for the opportunity to be able to jump on live online. Like that was awesome, especially in that scenario when didn't really have any choice. You know, that stuff happens in life. You're going to have things coming your way. You're going to have sickness in the family, whatever it may be. You might get sick one weekend, whatever. It's awesome that we have that resource to stay connected. But that immediately stuck out to me as like helped me realize, you know, what I was missing that weekend as well. Just that time of community worship together um I, I love worship you know being able to come in and sing it helps me express feelings I don't know how to express sometimes to God but one of my favorite things is I'll look around the room a little bit and when you feel like there yeah. is over a thousand people or whatever it may be um near me like worshiping the same God it, it you can feel the movement of God so much bigger It helps you realize that there's this community that's bigger than yourself and that God is working and moving and you can see it throughout that whole room. So, uh, yeah, when, when Judd dropped that point, it was one of those things where I'm like, I can't wait to be back in person, you know, and uh, be back with my central family and, and be there on the weekend. So I know that's, that's a kind of a thing we've been hearing from Nick a lot at the end of service, like, don't forget, keep showing up. And I think that's the encouragement there, like show up so that you can feel that support it's not like to check a box and say oh i did it one more day at church this year streak enabled whatever it may be but i'm there and my people are with me and i'm feeling encouraged love that
1: yeah i think well i want to hear travis's thoughts before we move past it Go ahead, well, Tra- it's, it's <laughs>
3: off it's off the same point but um i just want to point out like it wasn't like his friends were like hey get up my phone's here yeah
0: Okay, nice. okay, sorry, cool. uh, not like
3: get up and uh, um, and just like go be mediocre or get up and like just survive the day oh, or good. get up mm. and just like you know, you're here. So many times when I'm sick, I'm like, I'm here, I made it here, like you know, I just I'm just like gonna walk through, um, just do the basics and walk through the steps today, but literally, like with the courage of his friends, he's like, get up and he led. Uh, priests Levites and all of Israel to take an oath like he led people like he went from lying on the floor to his friends coming around him and say hey get up and go do it into like leading out a whole nation and uh, so that's what I just took out of this is like you don't just get up and like have people around you and encourage you just to like just breathe and like mm-hmm. get through the day but like you have the power with God like to go and take on and be lead and take on what you need to do in life and go after the goal especially this new year I think Jed talked about it the other thing is too is like Yeah, you can have, like, health goals and financial goals, but I think for me, uh, my challenge this year is just, like, have the goal to grow closer to Jesus Mm -hmm. and to understand his principles and his teachings more, and um, that's the way I pulled out of the message.
0: Yeah, I I just had this, like, flashback moment of my mom telling me, like, you are who your friends are. Like, for some reason, she didn't like a lot of the friends I would choose. Uh, They were were terrible. They were terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would always say, like, no like I'm my own person like I'm not going to be swayed by my friends but now that I'm like what Travis just said of like having those people around you that can tell you hey get up and like go do what you're supposed to do like do what God called you to do as opposed to having friends who will detract from that or like be my yes people and just telling me no let's all cry on the ground together and do nothing about this and even though we know what God wants us to do like to have those people in your life is, it's it's more than even just community, but it's like right. having the right community that's yeah, important.
1: It's big. No, I I agree. I think one of the big things for me that I took away, and Brandon, is it okay if I move into a little bit of application, yes. is um, this whole idea, it's really what you were saying at the end and then what travis was saying there um and i know it laces through what everybody was saying nothing but about what i was saying no i oh. think <laughs>
0: <I'm just kidding. laughs> just yours as
1: well um <laughs> tying in the community aspect but like the big thing being like you know this is a time of year a lot of people made resolutions or goals like a week ago right like we're eight days in uh when we're recording this um to the new year so um There's a lot of people that have made these goals, but the big thing that, you know, the big message that I heard over and over this weekend is just, we can't expect, you know, yes, we can rise up. Yes, we can take courage, you know, and that takes community that takes a lot of people. And then like the going and doing it, like what I just really felt on my heart is we cannot go into 2020, like with all these like new plans, just because it's a brand new year doesn't mean like just hey f- fresh start and new me right i know it's like new year new you like mm-hmm. well if you do the exact same things that you did in 2019 if you follow the exact same patterns if you you know i don't i'm not saying that 2019 was a bad you but like if you're doing nothing different in 2020 it's not new year new you it's new year same you mm-hmm. um so if you truly want these things that kind of like a new year spurs in people's minds whether they're resolutions whether they're goals one of them for you might just to be to have a deeper spiritual life or to understand more of the bible or to like you're gonna have to put in practices um that allow you to just go do it Mm -hmm. like decide what those are going to be and go do it one of them might be showing up just more often to church um That's why we say keep showing up because God's just going to do something in you. Like by you going and doing it, God will do something in you. If you want to read your Bible more, wake up and do it. Like Mm -hmm. you just, you have to start putting disciplines in your life. Um, And that's the only way there's going to be a new you in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I think for so many centralers, you know, just a burden I constantly have on my heart is as a pastor, as a shepherd, how do we. Keep helping people grow into all that God's called them to be. Um, But we can only scream about the different opportunities that help you grow, you know, uh, whether it be just keep showing up on the weekend, uh, get in a community of people, whether that's through a group or that's through serving and giving back, but you're surrounded By other people that are going to stretch and help you grow and be there for you and make sure that you rise up when Mm -hmm. you need to rise up or give generously so that God has that area of your heart and you can grow or, you know, all the different things that we are constantly saying, Hey, here's the different opportunities we have. But if no one's taking advantage of those, we can only scream about it over and over or, or help try to motivate, but it, it like, we need the church to go and do it mm-hmm. with us, like be there with us, like show up with us and let's all grow towards God together. Yeah. But I think all of us are called to just get up and do it. And I would love that 2020 as a church is just the year that we, we do it.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but can I to add to what Nick just said? Cause, um, so, Mm, like August 2018 so from when Hannah was born up until July June July of 2019 I didn't realize this and I kind of talked about this with Lori a little bit and she said you might have had like a a mild case of postpartum just based on what I was describing but I didn't know until the summer that I was like kind of in a fog um, not really myself like really short-tempered just exhausted and a lot of that you know I attributed to just like having a newborn baby and like going back to work and all of these things um, and then in July there was this incident where <laughs> I'm just gonna say it cuz I don't I don't want to tiptoe around it but I basically well I yelled at a group of my friends at ignite and then which they're fine and forgiving but then like a month later I yelled at steel Bodine Who was jake bodine's son for something that he didn't really do on purpose but i just i guess was always on edge and i didn't really know that um so then he got in a lot of trouble he like had to go into like back inside and then i felt really bad so i start crying because i'm you know overly hormonal i go in there he's crying i'm crying i'm holding hannah it was like a mess and in that like moment i was like okay something's not right like something's got to change like i don't know if i need to go like see a doctor but like i told brandon i was like something is not okay with me and so we kind of looked at that and then um, I don't know Holy Spirit came down and just kind of fueled a fire in me um, between like just all that and then Brandon's dad came out and did um, like a four-hour what do you call that workshop on disciple making but what he actually made it to be is like how to become like a strong disciple of Jesus and part of that was just having this discipline of getting into the word of God every single day which you know as a long time Christian like I know that that's what I'm supposed to do but I have all the excuses in the world I have a newborn I have a full time job I got this I got that like how can I get up at f- an hour before I already get up which is already before the sun gets up to do this when I'm already so exhausted all the time so anyway to Nick's point like you just at some point have to make the decision like this is what I'm going to do because I need to cor- course correct my life and like I'm no expert at it I'm not saying I do it diligently every day yet I say I do it like 90% better than I have been um, and I just have like this fired up passion for it right now um, that I feel like is God given so that's awesome um, but it as a satisfied customer of that advice like I feel like I've had a 180 since mm. um, that whole thing back in July like I feel like a totally, like back to myself, like how I would see myself, like it's probably not how people saw me over the course of like that last like 11 to 12 months before that. So there is like, like I truly believe like there is power in like just being disciplined and doing like just jumping into some sort of study, just reading the Bible. And it's weird, like just how like stuff just pops up at you that you might not have noticed before. I don't know. But like, it's truly like made a difference for me in the last six ish months.
1: Well, that's awesome. And to that point, even, you know, what you were saying, um, my, it's, it's cool. Just when your Bible study for the day connects with something, (laughs) a truth later on in the day, like, um, the, the two ways, you know, when someone was called to be a disciple back in the Bible, when he called his 12 disciples, like that's what I read about. in Mark today is just the calling of the 12 disciples and was going through my study Bible. And it said the two things that were like expected of the disciple, right. Is from Jesus was that they would spend time with him so they could learn from him. And then that they would go tell and teach others. I think so many times we feel like, Oh, we need to go tell and teach others. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're operating out of a deficit of spending time with him and learning about That's him. I think true. we know like the main points, you know, but right. like it's only through spending time with them, someone constantly that you're constantly learning more and being fed more. Mm-hmm. And that, that, you know, what people are going through, like these natural, like teachings and, and the ways that they, you can help them like come to mind way quicker, um, you know, help them through, like you're, yeah. you're following Jesus, you know. Um is it's all through that spending time. Yeah. Like so that really convicted me mm-hmm. of like if I want to go tell and teach others, I can't have that first part wrong. Right. Like it's all about spending time with him, learning from him and then you know, going into Yeah.
0: Him. And one of the like huge things that kind of knocked me on my feet from Dale's workshop about disciple making and I think Brandon has a link like if you're interested in like watching it because it's seriously, it was it like kind of propelled me forward to like the next thing for me. But, um, he talks about how Bible me- verse memorization is so important. He's like, Yeah, and, and I've no one's ever said that to me, like, other than you can pull Bible verses up out of thin air. Like, but he was saying, like, when Jesus was in the garden, like the enemy came in and was quoting Bible verses at him. So he's like, the The enemy has the Bible verses memorized. So, how can you defend? like against temptation if he's quoting scripture at you and you don't know it in your heart like it's not written on your heart hey. i'm like that okay yeah, yeah like, no, that
2: was good yeah. yeah yeah and i i mean i connected with that same whole thing and um the piece that i really liked was that whole call like love the lord with all your mm-hmm. heart soul mind and strength and my dad kind of was like hey if if loving the Lord with all your strength right now just looks like getting up a little bit earlier. Yeah. And like, there's something about that like really stuck in my head. I was like, oh. No, oh, I
0: think about God. that every time the alarm goes off. I'm so, like, uh, oh, I love the Lord with my strength.
2: <laughs> yeah, I started, you know, same started being the most consistent and standing I've ever been in my life. And I think um, what I'm finding is like, if we say that Jesus is our Lord, he's the master of our life. Like, how is that really possible if we're not seeking for, to give him a chance to lead our life, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're not in his word to, like, try to seek out what, how do you want me to live or speak to me today, uh, then he can't really be that. So finding ways to, like, figure these things out and and put in some disciplines is huge. And I know, Nick, we've got some awesome on-ramps to help you guys take steps Wherever you're at in your journey right now. And uh, the obvious step to take, if you haven't done one yet, is First Step. And I know we've got that coming up again.
1: Yeah. And yeah, we do on January 25th. Um, So just here in a couple of weeks on a Saturday. If you haven't completed First Step, we've got a 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. opportunity. First Step is always getting freshened up. And, you know, the teachings are always so rich and just really helps people realize where they're at right now, maybe answer some questions that you might currently have. Um, you kind of learn what it looks like to spend that time with Jesus to learn from him. Um, and then you learn how you can, uh, use that in your daily life and even tell others and just be all that God wants you to be. So like it, that's a great starting place. I know we probably have a range of listeners, right. You know, on right now from like been around central for years totally. to maybe only been around central for weeks. Um, I will say, uh, wherever you're at, I think it's good in this new year for each one of us to pause. And I think it's important several times throughout the year and just say, what next step is God calling me to take right now? Right. Cause like you, you obviously hear about whether you've been around for, uh, if you have been around for years, you've, you've heard about first step several times where yeah. we're trying to help. The, this brand new life change, those who have either just accepted Jesus, just got baptized, maybe they're new to the church, take a step not only towards Jesus and with Jesus, but um, with their church as well and and start to figure out all, all that God's called them to be. But if you've been around a while and you've already completed first step, maybe you're serving, maybe you're in a community group, uh, maybe you're a generosity rock star, maybe you're all three we're all still called to continue to take steps. Mm-hmm. We don't ever arrive. You know, it's a lifetime of pursuing Jesus, right. learning how to follow him and just drawing closer to God. Like I can't ever even as a pastor at this church, not stop taking steps to try to get closer to him. Like I'm still called to take steps. So if you just feel stuck right now, um, I highly encourage like, reach out to me, reach out to any pastor. Um, My email is just Nick at central tv. That's Nick at central tv. But we've got a whole team, you know, even if you're serving, you have a leader. If um, you're in a community group, you have a leader. Um, If you're a generosity rock star, um, same thing, like we're here for you. And um, there's leaders all through all these different areas. No matter where you're at, there's leaders and pastors that can help you. But, you know, I'm willing, just reach out to me and just say, hey, I need to discover my next step right now and let's figure that out together because the last thing we want for anybody hearing this in this new year is to get stuck where they're not taking steps Mm. because then what happens is where we think like we've kind of like arrived at this spot and this is just where we're hanging out, we actually start to see the distance (laughs) from where we should be start to grow because we get complacent and we're not growing towards Jesus, we get kind of more, uh, caught up in ourselves during those seasons. And we just always want to be pursuing Jesus. So
2: anyway, that's little rant. So there's a few, yeah, a few easy takeaways. If you haven't done first step, try to get in there. Uh, If you're not feeling like you're, uh, consistent in the Bible right now, like join us, we're on this journey. We'd love to talk to you about that, um, to just, get it started and for me the first I, I was joking around with central academy but when i was first trying this early morning stuff like i was l- reading the bible like with one eye closed still like very literally like it, i couldn't keep both my eyes open that early in the morning and it doesn't take that long you know you get a few weeks down i think they say 21 days makes a habit and 66 i would say now Okay. But well, still. Either way. Either way, I, I've, <laughs> got, to months, the, I've make got, got to the habit mode. So, and it's true. Like once that clicks over, oh my goodness. It's like, it's all that's on my mind. Like I know that I need it. I start mm-hmm. with it. Like it's, it's not this forever struggle. You just got to get over that hump yeah. and get started. And, um, there's, there's awesome reading plans out there a lot of people are jumping in and trying to read the bible in a year which is awesome i would say like if if you just need to get started somewhere and you're not already consistent in something don't feel that pressure like you can read small chunks of the bible and and glean a lot and meditate and ask god what he has for you um don't make it overwhelming if that's going to be hard i think it's more important that we just get consistent with our time with him and Mm -hmm. i'm excited to you're from everyone how that's all going and
0: that's a harp oh sorry
2: oh no no, i was just to that point the bible in a
1: year because i'm doing that right now Uh so on you version the bible project has a bible in a year plan right now
0: are you doing that one
1: and i'm eight days in i'm doing
0: that one yeah and i know you're doing that
1: i will i will truthfully say like even if you don't feel like you have time because that seems like very intimidating i will say most days uh is between like five and 15 minutes, just depending on if that day has like a devotional video, which the video is very engaging and fun. Like they're only sprinkled in every once in a while. It's not every day. Um, so the days that there's a video, you might need 15 minutes at most, but the other days, you know, it's five to 10 minutes of reading. That's it. Mm -hmm. And like to think that I'm on track to read the Bible in a year when I'm just spending five to 10 minutes in the word, you know, which I love, you know, I have other studies cause I, I love just being in the word. So it's sure, not yeah. like that's just my five to 10 minutes, but nonetheless, it's still a rich five to 10 minutes. So if you can give it that every morning, which really just means you're waking up 15 minutes earlier than you would right. and giving God your first, then like even a, something like reading the Bible in the year is very doable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I didn't know you're doing that. Oh, uh, I was going to say like not to harp on the community thing, but one of the things that's really helped keep me disciplined is the accountability of my small group so we did this thing called rule of life where we you know outlined things like it's like seven things we agree to do daily then weekly monthly and annually and if you want that like you can email me and I'll give you all the info on it Um, but one of those things that we all committed to was to do a devotion daily daily, (laughs) every single day for like up to an hour is the goal and to include silence and solitude in it so because i know that that once a week we're going to be discussing like the things that we read and we're all reading the same book right now but like the things that we read out of romans that it like makes me like i need to do this every day so i can prepare to meet and discuss with them and i I know for sure i'm not gonna be able to cram it in one day because it's a lot of content so having again like having the right people who are walking the same direction same path as you is not only you know spiritually good for you, but also just like motivates you to like stay disciplined.
1: Oh, for
2: sure, I love that, love it. Not that I'll let uh, Travis close us out.
3: All right. Well, you guys have a great week, and remember Romans eight.
2: Wait, that's it?
1: That's
3: it.
2: <laughs> you don't have like
1: an application? I, I do,
3: but I thought it's on the same theme, so it's just about quiet time. <laughs> but my um, application, which I'm applying to myself right now, is uh, there's a story in Mark. Uh, in chapter one about jesus it's his beginning of his teachings and uh, he's just like has all these people in his house and he's blessing people and healing people and then the next morning he goes out before dawn and so what we we're talking about quiet time mm-hmm. um, but what's different uh, to me is the first time i caught this is i think for me in my life i do quiet time uh because i need it because my day was so busy or because my week's been so crazy uh, but jesus tells us his his disciples We're going to go out and we're going to go teach around these cities around this town um this is why i came out and so to me he's teaching me like i need to have quiet time for the things that he's going to have for me Um, because that's what i'm going to need not reactive because um because my week was so tough or because i talked to so many people i'm an introvert so if i talk to 100 people i need like 100 minutes by myself type thing (laughs) and uh that's just like so i need 100 minutes just to be back at zero um, but Jesus is saying like no have quiet time get close to me because you're going to need it for what we're going to do that's good what drive. I'm going to do in your life and so that's why I'm going to challenge myself is to be ahead of that and not reactive in uh, my quiet time so challenge that's you really guys good.
0: too love it nailed it
3: cool that's it now can we do Romans 8 now?
1: <laughs> yeah yeah all right <laughs> <Mike, laughs> Nick you got this? I just think yeah we're excited. Right. And make right. sure you get back with us this next weekend if you're listening to this before the weekend, because we have oh. Montel Jordan here this weekend. Oh yeah, it's gonna and be a lot. Nick of fun. promised
3: to sing us out on this.
2: This is
0: how we do it. We <laughs> 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 Were
2: you even born when that song
0: came out? Yeah. Oh, okay. To hear I that was done. four.
1: <laughs> so much better than we just did it. than come this weekend. Uh, but nonetheless, even if you don't know who Montel Jordan is because you missed the nineties or maybe you just didn't listen to that type of music yeah. in the nineties or whatever the case, just still get here this weekend. Cause it's going to be incredible and you get to hear his story. He's a pastor. Now he's going to lead us in worship. Um, you know, we're all about celebrating life change. If anything else get there, hear Montel's life change and let's celebrate him on as he's doing a good thing and sharing his story at central and let's encourage each other. Let's rise up. Let's take courage. Let's go yes. do it. Go Make do sure it. to grab that book if you haven't. We'll have them available in the lobby this weekend. And uh, you are you're going to want to be here in 2 weeks as well because you might get to hear a word from the author herself over the weekend message. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> next 2 weeks are going to be incredible. Really that I've seen next like three the weeks. next yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited as, for this whole run. Januarys. Months, guys. Guys. <laughs> The next year, the 2020, next are gonna be don't fiery. miss a weekend because we're really... It's going to be lit.
3: Is that still a thing in
1: 2020?
2: <laughs>
0: it's going to be lit.
2: Us. You're the young one. You're the youngie. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, we'll sign you out on that note. Make sure no matter if you feel like you've fallen down, like you're being crushed, maybe you're having a great week and your goals and your resolutions are already off to a great start. So you're just Slam. feeling healthy yes. or maybe you're discouraged because like some of them started to slip and... Yeah. You broke Um,
3: every resolution so far. You've
1: already broken your resolutions or maybe life, um, is starting to get, um, already in the start of the year, just starting to oppress you a little, to crush you, to, to weigh you down, no matter what you're going through. First of all, know that we are here for you. Um, and we want to be here for you. So allow us to do that and continue to lift you up in prayer, but more importantly, you hold on to Romans 8 because if God is for us, who could we'll be against? against
3: us?